0: Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's politician is synonymous with women's health in France. After surviving the Holocaust, she dedicated her life to advocating for the underrepresented, becoming arguably the person most responsible for advancing women's legal rights in France in the 20th century. Let's talk about Simone Weil. Simone was born on July 13, 1927. Her father was an architect. Her mother studied chemistry, but was forced to abandon that dream for marriage and motherhood. The family lived in Nice so that Simone's father could take advantage of construction projects on France's southern coast. Simone was the youngest of four children. The family was Jewish, though non-practicing. Simone's father was a World War I veteran and was highly patriotic. When the first rumblings of World War II began sweeping across Europe, her father insisted that France would never capitulate to the Nazis. Simone and her sister Madeleine and their mother, Yvonne, were deported first to Auschwitz and then to Bergen-Belsen. Their brother, Jean, and father, André, were put on a train convoy to Estonia. The fourth child, Denise, had joined the French resistance at the start of the war. She was later sent to Ravensbrück. Only the daughters of the family survived. Madeleine and Simone remained together, even after their mother died of typhus. Jean and André disappeared. Denise was treated as a resistant, not as a Jew, and was among the first to be liberated. After the war, Simone returned to her education, eventually earning a diploma in law and political studies. In 1946, she married Antoine Bay. Together, they had three sons. But in 1952, Simone was dealt another blow, the sudden death of her sister, Madeleine, whom she called Milou, in a car accident. Simone and Milou had been through hell together. Concentration camps, the death of their mother, the difficult re-entry into French society. Milou's death was devastating. Two years later, Simone sat for and passed the extremely competitive national exam to become a magistrate. In her career that followed, Simone often served as a voice, as a support system, for those who had no one else on their side. In 1957, she took a job at the National Penitentiary Administration. While there, Simone advocated for female prisoners who'd been forced to endure especially repressive conditions. During the Algerian War of Independence, Simone pushed for the transfer of female prisoners from Algeria to France amid stories of abuse she housed them together and enabled them to pursue an education. In 1974, Simone was appointed Minister of Health by newly minted Prime Minister Jacques Chirac. The first woman minister in France's history, Simone pushed through two groundbreaking laws. The first, which passed in December of 1974, facilitated access to contraception. The second legalized abortion. As a historically Catholic country, France's relationship with abortion was fraught, to say the least. In the Middle Ages, it had been declared a cardinal sin. During the French Revolution, it was legalized. With the arrival of the Napoleonic Code in 1810, it was recriminalized. In 1939, it was permitted if the pregnancy was life-threatening. During World War II, it was declared a capital crime punishable by death. By the time Simone introduced her law in 1974, illegal abortion rates were high. More and more French women were traveling to the UK, where abortion had been legalized nearly a decade earlier. In her now-famous address to the National Assembly, most of whom were men, Simone said, We can no longer shut our eyes to the 300,000 abortions that each year mutilate the women of this country, trample on its laws, and humiliate or traumatize those who undergo them. What followed her hour-long speech was a torrent of abuse. Critics from both sides leveled anti-Semitic attacks against Simone. She was accused of supporting a new Holocaust. Swastikas were painted on her car and front door. Madame Minister, someone asked, do you want to send children to the ovens? But Simone remained firm. She refused to call abortion murder. And with support from the left-wing opposition, the bill passed in early 1975. It became known as La Loi V Ve, Ve's Law. Simone remained a health minister until 1979. She dedicated the second half of her career to European unity. In 1979, she was elected the first president of the European Parliament, a role she held for three years. She served on a number of committees over the next two decades, including the Committee on the Environment and the Subcommittee for Human Rights. Throughout the 1990s, Simone advocated for the disabled, those who are HIV positive, and mothers of young children. In 2008, Simone entered the Académie Française. The council, which has been in existence since the 1600s, holds 40 members at a time. They're called the immortals. Membership lasts for life. Simone was the sixth woman ever selected. Engraved on her sword, one of which is given to every member, are three lines the motto of the French Republic, liberty, equality, fraternity, the motto of the European Union, unity and diversity, and her Auschwitz number. Simone died on June 30th, 2017, two weeks before her 90th birthday. She lived an extraordinary life filled with tragedy and an incredible accomplishment. This whole past month, we've been talking about politicians, Tune in on Monday for the first day of our next theme, STEMinists. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. And follow me directly on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you on Monday.